Welcome to the Come Follow Me Read Along, an informal reading of the scripture passages that go along with the weekly study curriculum of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. With generous permission from Thomas Wayment, the BYU Religious Study Center and Deseret Book, I'll be reading today's chapters from Thomas Wayment's translation, which is titled The New Testament, A New Translation for Latter-day Saints. I'm really excited that we got permission to do that. I think you're going to enjoy that. So today we're reading Acts chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. So let's jump straight in with Acts chapter 1. In the former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach, until the day he was taken up after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them to be alive by many evidences. He was seen by them during a forty-day period, and he spoke to them about the kingdom of God. While he dined with them, he declared to them, Do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for what my father promised, which you heard about from me. For John baptized in water, but you will be immersed in the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He answered them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has established by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and until the ends of the earth. After he said this, while they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud hid him from their sight. And while they were looking up to heaven as he departed, behold, two men in white robes stood by them. And they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up to heaven? This same Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will also return in the same way that you saw him ascend to heaven. Then they returned from the mount called Olivet, which is a Sabbath day's journey from Jerusalem. And when they entered the city, they went to the upstairs room where they were staying. Peter, John, Jacob, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, Jacob the son of Alphaeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of Jacob were there. All of them continued in prayer with one mind, together with the women, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. In those days, Peter stood in their midst and said to the believers, there was a gathering of about 120 people, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke through the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became the guide for those who arrested Jesus. For he was counted among us, and he was accorded his portion of this ministry. This man purchased a field with the gains of wickedness, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle and his bowels fell out. This was known by all who lived in Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their language Hakeldama, which is the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his house become deserted, and let there be no one to live in it, and let another take his stewardship. Therefore, one of the men who has walked with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day he was taken from us, one of them must become a witness of his resurrection with us. And they proposed two, Joseph called Barsabas, who was also called Justus, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know the hearts of all people. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take the place of of this ministry and apostleship of Judas, 
who followed his own path and fell away. And they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, and he was counted with the eleven apostles. And now Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and there was suddenly a sound from heaven like a rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were seated. Tongues like fire appeared to them, and were divided among them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them the ability to speak. Among the Jews visiting Jerusalem, there were devout men and women from all nations under heaven. When the sound occurred, a crowd gathered, and they were confused because each one heard the disciples speaking in their own language. They were completely amazed and said, Are not the ones who are speaking all Galileans? And how are we each able to hear in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those living in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, the part of Libya near Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans, Arabs, we each hear them in our own language, speaking about the great works of God. And they were amazed and confused, and they said to one another, What does this mean? But others mocked them, saying, They are full of new wine. But Peter stood with the eleven, and lifted up his voice, and declared to them, People of Judea, and all those living in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and listen to my words. For they are not drunk, as you say, for it is only nine in the morning. But this is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will bestow my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, and your children will see visions, and your elderly will dream dreams. And even upon my male and female servants of those in those days, I will bestow my spirit, and they will prophesy. And I will give miracles from heaven above, and signs from the earth below, blood, fire, and a vapor of smoke. The sun will be darkened, and the moon turned to blood before the great and wonderful day of the Lord comes. And then everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God through miracles, wonders, and signs, which God performed through him in your midst, as you yourselves know, this man, who was handed over to you by the ordained will and foreknowledge of God, you crucified by the hands of lawless men. But God raised him again, having released him from the pains of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by death's power. David speaks concerning him, I always saw the Lord in front of me because he is on my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced, and even my flesh will live in hope, because you will not abandon my soul in hell, nor will you let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with rejoicing with your presence. Brothers and sisters, I may tell you confidently about our ancestor David, that he died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day, because he was a prophet, and he knew that God had promised him with an oath to place one of his descendants upon his throne. By foreseeing this, David spoke about the resurrection of Christ, because he was not abandoned in hell, nor did his flesh experience corruption. God resurrected this Jesus, and we are all witnesses of him.
Therefore, being lifted up to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has demonstrated what you both see and hear. David did not ascend to heaven, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they were troubled in heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, What should we do, brothers? Peter answered them, Repent and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children, and for all who live far away, and for everyone whom the Lord God calls to him. And he testified with many other words and encouraged them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his teachings were baptized, and about 3,000 people were added that day. They dedicated themselves to the apostles' teaching and community, to breaking bread and to prayer. And reverent fear came upon them all, because many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. All who believed were together, and they shared all things in common. And they sold their property and belongings, and distributed the proceeds to all, to anyone that had a need. And they gathered daily in the temple, and they broke bread from house to house, eating their food with gladness and humble hearts, praising God, and having the favor of all the people. And daily the Lord added those who were being saved to their number. Now Acts chapter 3. Peter and John went up to the temple at the house of prayer at three in the afternoon, and a man who was lame from birth was being carried in. He was placed daily in front of the gate called the Beautiful Gate so that he could beg for money from those people entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked them for money. Peter, with John, looked directly at him and said, Look at us. And he looked directly at them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I do have I will give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. Then he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and right away his feet and ankles were made strong. He stood up quickly and walked around, and then he entered with them into the temple, walking, jumping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew him, because he usually sat and begged for money at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and awe at what happened to him. While the man was holding on to Peter and John, all the people, greatly amazed, ran to them in the covered colonnade called Solomon's Portico. When Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men and women of Israel, why are you amazed at this? Why do you look at us so intently as if we made him walk by our own power or godliness? The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied before Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One, and you asked for a man who was a murderer to be released to you. You killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead, and we are witnesses to this. And faith in his name has made him strong, this man whom you see and know. 
and the faith that is through Jesus has given him perfect health in your sight. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders did. But the things that God declared beforehand by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, have thus been fulfilled. Therefore repent and return so that your sins may be washed away so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send to you the appointed one, Christ Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time when all things are restored, which God God declared through the mouths of his holy prophets from past ages. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up a prophet for you like me from among your brothers, And you shall listen to him in everything that he tells you. And it will be that everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets, from Samuel and those who came after him, they likewise spoke of and declared these days, You are the children of the prophets and the children of the covenant that God made with your ancestors, when he said to Abraham, And in your offspring all the nations of the earth will be blessed. God raised up his servant first and sent him to you to bless you by turning each one of you from your wickedness. And now Acts chapter 4. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came up to them quickly, and they were angry because they taught the multitude and declared the resurrection of the dead in Jesus. So they laid hands on them and took them into custody until the next day, because it was already late. But many who heard the word believed, and the number of men was about 5,000. And it happened on the next day that their rulers, elders, and scribes gathered in Jerusalem. And Annas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, John Alexander, and all who were from the family of the high priest were there. And they stood them in their midst and questioned them, By what power? Or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, being filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being questioned today about a good work done for a man who is ill, by what means he was healed, let it be known to all of you and all the people of Israel that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, this man stands healthy before you. This is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders, that has become the cornerstone. And there is no salvation by anyone else, nor is there another name under heaven that has been given to men and women by which we must be saved. After they saw the courage of Peter and John and discovered that they were uneducated and common, they were amazed and recognized them as companions of Jesus. And when they saw the man standing with them who was healed, They had nothing to say against it. But after they had ordered them to leave the council, they began to discuss with one another, saying, What can we do with these men? Because it is obvious to all who live in Jerusalem that a mighty miracle has been done through them, and we cannot deny it. But so that this matter does not spread further among the people, let us warn them not to speak any longer in this name to anyone. So, They summoned them and ordered them not to speak nor to teach any longer in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John responded to them, Whether it is right before God to listen to you or to God, you decide. For we cannot avoid speaking about what we have seen and heard. After they threatened them, they let them go, 
because they could not determine how to punish them because of the people who were all praising God for what had happened. For the man was over forty years old on whom this sign of healing had been performed. When they were released, they went to the other followers and told them what the chief priests and elders said to them. When they heard it, they raised up their voice to God in one accord and said, Lord, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. Who by our ancestor, your servant David, said by the Holy Spirit, Why do the nations behave arrogantly and the people devise empty plans? The kings of the earth stood and the rulers gathered in one place against the Lord and his Christ. For Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were truly gathered together in this city against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your will had predetermined to happen. And now, Lord, observe their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with great courage while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders are done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And after they prayed, the place where they were gathered was shaken, and all were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with courage. And the whole gathering of believers was one heart and soul, and no one said that any of his belongings were his own, but they had everything in common. In great power the apostles gave their witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon all of them. For there was no one who needed anything among them, For those who owned land or houses sold them, and brought the proceeds from the sales, and placed them at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to each, as anyone had a need. Joseph, by the apostles called Barnabas, which means a son of comfort, was a Levite, and a native of Cyprus. And after he sold his field, he brought the money, and laid it at the feet of the apostles. And finally for today, Acts chapter 5. A man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold their property, and he retained part of the money with his wife's knowledge, and he brought only a part of the proceeds and laid it at the feet of the apostles. But Peter said, Ananias, why did Satan fill your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and retain part of the money from the sale of the land? While it remained in your possession, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was the money not at your disposal? Why have you devised this thing in your heart? You have not lied to people, but to God. After Ananias heard these words, he fell down and died, and great fear came upon everyone who heard about it. So the young men arose and wrapped him up, and took him out and buried him. And it came to pass after three hours, his wife came in, but she did not know what had happened. Peter said to her, Tell me, Were you paid this amount for the land? And she said, Yes, that much. But Peter responded to her, Why have you both agreed to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. She immediately fell down at his feet and died. When the young men entered, they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her by her husband. And great fear seized the entire church and all who heard these things. Now, many signs and wonders were done among the people by the hands of the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico, and none of the others dared to associate with them. But the people held them in high esteem. More than before, believers were added to the Lord, 
crowds of men and women, so that they even carried the sick into the main streets and placed them on cushions and mats, so that when Peter went by, his shadow might fall upon some of them. A large crowd from the towns around Jerusalem gathered and brought the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the high priest stood, and all those with him who were of the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy. And they laid hands on the apostles and threw them into the public prison. But at night an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the prison and led them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and teach the people all the words of this life. After they heard this, they entered the temple at dawn and taught. When the high priest and those who were with him arrived, they summoned the Sanhedrin and the entire body of the elders of Israel, and they sent word to the jail to have the apostles brought out. But when the officers arrived, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, saying, We found the jail locked securely and the guards standing in front of the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. When the officer of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were confused about them and wondered what this could mean. Then someone arrived and told them, Look, the men who were in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the officer went with the temple police and brought them, but without violence because they were afraid of the people who might stone them. When they brought them, they stood them in front of the council, and the high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name, and yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us? Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than man. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him on his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, which God gave to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law who was respected by all the people, stood and ordered that the men be put outside for a little while. And he said to them, Fellow Israelites, be careful about what you are going to do to these men. For some time ago, Thutis rose up and declared himself to be someone to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves. He was killed, and all who followed him were scattered and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean arose in the days of the census and got people to follow him. He also died, and all who followed him were scattered. And now I say to you, stand apart from these men and let them be, because if this plan and work is from people, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them, and you, may, and you may be found to be fighting against God. They were convinced by him, and they called the apostles, and they had them beaten, and they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and they released them. Then they departed from the council, rejoicing, because they were considered worthy to suffer dishonor for his name. And they were in the temple every day, and from house to house, They did not stop teaching and proclaiming Jesus as the Christ. That ends Acts chapter 5, and that ends our reading for the week. I hope you enjoyed hearing from the Weymouth Translation, and I look forward to getting to read with you again next week.